Appreciate them dudes for talking about the raw. Wait, they were talking about the relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The relentlessly real podcast. Welcome to the relentlessly real podcast, where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions. You see the bonnet. You, you see, see the doing. bonnet. You see what's going on. It's bonnet. We're doing bonnet things right now, okay? It's a bonnet podcast right this, now, okay? This is how we woke up. I, I woke up like this. I woke up like this. You think my hair just lays this way? It don't just lay this way. I got to make sure I got my bonnets on. You feel what I I'm got, saying? I got a little protective, layer, a little protective layer going on underneath. Yeah, here. man. I got these yeah, yeah, waves yeah. flowing because the bonnet is on. <laughs> Welcome to the Lizzie Real Podcast. My name is John. My name is Mike. And as always, I am Terrence. Terrence with the beautiful bonnet on. Amen. Bonnet, bonnet life, bro. You don't know about this bonnet life? What y'all know about this bonnet life, yo? Let me yo? tell you something. It's a serious life. We keep. We make sure every night we put our bonnets on before we touch our husbands. And you know what? I, whoa, I, don't, I don't want wait, you wait, no touching wait, whoa, with the whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, my husband? Oh, I'm by myself? You're by I, yourself. I, I, thought, I thought, okay. I thought we were, okay. You're a yo, character. Yo. What's up with what's up with Mike's uh bonnet? Mike, so pocket, 
Puck, let me hear. I mean, we had this agreement. We had this agreement, everybody, that we was going to wear bonnets to open up the show. We did. And Mike pulls up with this protective urban air. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a hat. It's just a hat. At at best. It's not just a hat. This is exactly what I wear. Like Marquita said, this helmet of salvation. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is a, a nice little stylish situation for the guys. I got my little satin situation right here. Come on. Come and, on. Uh, I uh I wear this on at night, man. You know what That's not a bonnet, yo. It's not a bonnet. This is what this right, this right here. You see, look at you look at mine laid to the side. It's a bonnet. It's just, you know. Yeah, we just, yes, we are uh Marquita. We're starting early today because it's showtime. It's the Realistic Real Podcast. We are on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we just about to take over really as much as we can, man. I'm Stop so excited. what you're doing. Share this on your personal page right now. We are live. Please share it. We live, we live, we on here. So no. listen. Listen, it's time to start the best podcast ever. The best co- podcast that you probably ever heard of. It's the Valencia Podcast. You guys know how we do. It's three black men talking about things. It's no bonnet, no bondage, no bonnet, no bondage, right? And right. then also, we're taking you to Pound Town. That's a new thing Pound. that parents, you know, brought into uh, brought into the show. We're taking you to Pound Town. So we're going to get a couple shirts made that's going to have different things on there. That have, you know, different sayings that you may enjoy. Amen. Uh, but but right, we're excited. <laughs> we're excited to uh, have y'all, man, on this show. And I hope that you guys are ready for a very good uh, trending topics and discussion, as we always try to do. But before we kick anything off, I got a question of the day for y'all today. All right, here we go. You out and somebody slaps your wife's butt. <laughs> oh. And he is clearly bigger than you. I thought you meant slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad. <laughs> I got mad even before you finished. Like, Let me somebody, finish, what? Let me finish. You out and somebody slaps your wife's butt. And he is clearly bigger than you. And, like, you're, you you are probably going to lose this fight. Let me ask y'all, what would you do? All right. So, let me real quick. I can't lose two fights. All right. Because if I, like, if I don't do something right then and now and, and whoop his I'm gonna lose the fight at home, so yeah. I can't. Right. I can't catch two, two L's. You can't catch so, two L's. I can't so catch two mean? L's. So what, what, you, what that mean? You gotta, you know. I don't understand. So you're gonna. So you're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna take one beating or two. I'm meaning. I. I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna have to whoop his tail <laughs> because that way at least try. What's going on here? What, I'm what, sorry, what, my what daughter. She, my daughter. She wants. Are you going to act like we don't see that there's somebody <laughs> else sitting there? Like, what are you I doing? Just no, that's, that's just the same as how Renee tried to do her ninja moves in the background. Tanisha had one job. <laughs> Look, <laughs> like, she's failing at it right now. She's Whatever. all the way down here, like chilling. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go ahead, uh, Mike. What you say? So, um, yeah, the dude is clearly bigger than me, man. You you got to think smarter, not harder, right? Uh huh. So. My uh my punter's kick is gonna take them them nuts. Oh, you going to the nuts? You going for the, nuts. the moon? I'm taking them jumps to the oh, moon. Oh, you going? That's a that's a that's a thought. Going for the yeah. so we're not gonna pause. You taking his nuts to the moon? I just I just want to be clear. <laughs> no, let so, him. No, let Mike <laughs> take okay. his nuts to the moon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, so to the moon. Uh, yeah, sidebar. This bonnet, I gotta take this bonnet off. It's hot. It's, I don't know what. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I'm with you, T. I, I wanted to start the show with it, but it's, do it. I can't. I, first of all, this. I don't how know do y'all, how y'all, how do, y'all, how do, y'all do, do this, this all night. That's what I want to know. How? how y'all do this all night? I know y'all hot, and that's why every time the nights in, in the morning, I always see bonnets laying all on the bed because y'all hot. 
Y'all are hot as y'all turning over. Y'all no just like, way in the world. Child, oh my God, I was oh I was resting. How you gonna protect the head? You gonna sweat it out? I, this don't this don't nah. Oh, that's hilarious, hey, man. I'm, I'm let, killing, man. Let me yeah. tell you something. Y'all got some of y'all already got my answer. We are both going to fight him. I don't know, jo- Jovita. Get his leg while I beat him senseless. Right. Okay, somebody hold him down. Jordan, <laughs> Jocelyn, everybody got a job. Okay, you ain't going. What's What's not about to happen is that both my wife and my two kids. Watch their dad get the crap beat out of them. <laughs> That's not about to happen, okay? I just can't live. An- like, imagine the ride home. We're going to pop the trunk. We're going gonna to pop the trunk on this big ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine the ride home where you're like, man, I just quiet. I just really got beat. And, uh, quiet. That whole I'm, ride quiet. and I'm just like, hey, hey, Jocelyn, can you give me some ice? You get the ice, dad. You <laughs> get your own ice. Jocelyn, well, I'm your father. I love you. Shut up. Okay. okay. Real, real tears at that point. Like, I'm, Bruh, I'm in the car looking. I'm just looking out, just trying to look in that life, just like God. You know, why'd you why'd you let this why? happen to me? Like, why? I thought you loved me. Why? That's hilarious, bro. It's a hilarious situation, but I have no. I, this it's it's like I'm agreeing with Kelly. It's a long ride home. It's a ride of shame. I'm just I'm just I'm really I probably actually because of him him beating the crap out of me. Let me put this sunglasses back on. I'm, I'm gonna be in the in the passenger seat, just sitting there, <laughs> just sitting there looking out the window like man, I just gotta be, and my wife gotta drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> so you you're not even gonna drive, are you? You're not gonna drive. <laughs> Look, Javier says silence on the ride home. Ain't nobody talking. We ain't talking. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad, can we shut up? Nobody, nobody say anything. But okay, you, you gotta step to him. Like, you know what you cannot do because you you know you know she is not gonna let you forget the next the next argument. Oh, you 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 tough now. You wasn't so big at the restaurant. You wasn't so and you wasn't so tough and focused with a child when he was whipping you all across the daggone room. Bruh. Don't get tough now. You know how you can't kid. say nothing. All the raising of the voice that you used to have, authority you used no. to have, be like, you know, go to no. your room. You no, go the, to your room, Dad. The, the, the ride gonna be quiet. <laughs> And they're gonna be playing on the radio. Uh, Donnie McClure can uh, get back up again. Oh my <laughs> god! Look, and that's when you just turn the turn that radio off before I get up. <laughs> and you try to be you, look. You try to be tough in the romantic. Get on the bed. No, you get on the bed. Obviously, oh. you. Oh <laughs> Obviously, uh, I'm I'm now I'm now the woman. I'm the man now. now. Yes, I wear the pants. I'm the. Captain I make now. decisions. I'm the I captain have- now. <laughs> so, so- so let me ask you this: what, what would you do if your wife beat him and you, like you, you started fighting him and you were losing? Wife come in and start kicking dude's butt. What? What? what how do you feel no, as a man then? So see, that's that's I softened it up, right? Like I I I, I was fighting, I'm getting it in. You know, I made him tired, and then she got the one hit a quitter. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, that's the equivalent of like trying to open up a jar mm. for your wife, right? And he's like, oh my god, can you open this up, and she just. She popped the jar right over. You know, yes. I loosened it up for you. It's cool. There's nothing worse than when you when your wife says, "Hey, can you do this for me?" And then you're struggling with the very thing you you know. You're like, oh, "Hold on, yeah. wait. Well, let me. What you got to do is you got to pop. You got, and then you try to show off. And okay, okay. So hold on. Go, just go to your room and come back, and then I'm gonna show. I'm gonna open. Yeah, you, <laughs> just, you, you just clearly aren't able to do anything. You know what I mean? So. I just think that's a funny. I, I I was just thinking if somebody just slapped my wife's butt while I'm out and he bigger than me, I'm like, man, I don't I don't, I don't know what I would do. I, I I'd be like, bro, why you do that though? Like, can we talk? Can we sit down for a second before? Like, can we have a conversation? You you wouldn't turn to and be like, Jovita, you need to stop wearing revealing clothing because that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't have happened if you. That's the issue. If you were in a full, if you were in a full curtain, nobody be out here slapping butt. 
That's the you, problem. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to wear things that make these You out here thought bopping. You out here thought bopping. That's why he slapped. That's why he did it. It's ridiculous. And this is why I don't take you nowhere. That, that's You blame it on her. That way it's no longer your fault. There you go. And then you sit down with the you switch it. You got to make yeah. an argument. You're also, right, yeah. sir, sir, we're both black. We're both, you know what I'm saying? We don't do this. This is not what we do as a community. <laughs> my brother, my brother. <laughs> my brother, my brother. <laughs> we build each other. We build each other up, man. We don't break each other down. When they go high, whatever, whatever they she said, whatever they they go low, we go high. That's what we do, man. That's our that's our job. Okay. You heard the Obamas. You heard. Anyway, I thought it was a great conversation to have. Uh, I uh, am super glad about this uh, particular podcast because we never actually had a chance to talk about real quick, very briefly. Yo, T, how was your father's day? It was dope. I mean, so I had to share with my son. So it's, it was his birthday. So, you know, ah. it was, but but I got a dope gift and I got a dope gift. I mean, I, I'm a brag about this gift like forever. I got I got a I wanted a new I wanted a new tablet. And so I got an iPad and I, I didn't really want an iPad. I know that's really weird. I actually wanted the Android. Hmm. And so like I, my Tanisha's face was, she was so pissed. She was like, are you really going to take the iPad back? I said, I'm not going to. I'm cool. I got it. She's like, no, but if you want, you can go get it. I want you to get what you want. So we you, got an iPad? The, you got an iPad for Father's Day? I had an iPad, yeah. So I'm literally on the way to Best Buy. Like we're literally on the way to Hershey Park. I found a Best Buy that was in route. That was in route. And I exchanged it for the um the Galaxy Tab. Oh, and no. so she was like, she was like, so I cannot believe you took an Apple iPad back and got an Android tablet. And right. she didn't understand. I said, because I can I can install different things, I can maneuver it. I actually was using it at work because it, it, it hooked up to my screen. So I, I love it. I love it better than an iPad. I'm not even gonna lie. But <laughs> Yo, John, I know why John's face I'm is. I'm just still sitting mad. here like, yeah, like really? <laughs> you got an iPad for being a dad? Like what? Who gets an yeah. iPad? Where the exactly? What happened to socks? Okay, all right. Well, how your how is your socks and your tie situation going on? Like, what's going Listen, on there? You the MVP. Don't like I can't you know. Believe I can't believe. And and then on the and like you That's said, right, like, I sure did. Yeah, now we'll do it again. This is why we're barely oh, friends because so, you do so things right like now, this that make me house. disgusted of you. Go so ahead, right Mike. Now, it's, it's, right now, outside of your house, Terrence, there are all the the Apple people. Are holding up signs like and 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 torches and things like that to try to burn your house. Because what does my iPad do that my what does my iPad do that my iPhone doesn't do? That's it's not different. I have an Mm -hmm. iPhone. I have a the 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 Mac. So I'm just like I don't need another. I don't and actually and and the funny thing is I actually already have two. I have an iPad Mini, so I don't need another. I needed but I needed one and a bigger one. So I don't Mm -hmm. need another iPad. I needed something that I could do more with. You can't even put no apps on the iPad. Okay, anywho, uh, this guy is lost. Clearly, he's lost. Uh, and yes, uh, Jam, to answer your question, he probably got back a good four hundred dollars for the whatever pad he ended up getting. Actually, uh, it was more. Actually, it was more. Oh, it was more. It was oh. more. Oh, I thought I had. A, I had. I thought I had an argument. Uh, anyway, my Father's Day was lit. It wasn't the iPad lit, uh, but my wife did did her thing. We went to uh, Fogo de Chao and ate up a bunch of food, and then also we had our kids. So I'm over here, you know. Giving my daughter food, throwing mashed potatoes in her mouth, and trying to feed myself steak and oh, chicken man. and all that. It was a great experience. We had a good time, man. And then uh, my wife took me and got me a couple of clothes and all that. So it was a dope experience. Uh, so Father's Day was good. I hope everybody's uh, Father's Day was awesome and that you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, your wife uh, took care of you and took you out and to dinner or whatever the case may be. Happy Father's Day. I know it's belated. I know it's beyond. But I wanted to make sure we at least acknowledge that Father's Day occurred. So, I'm not going to lie. I, they I, I think they should have pushed June 19th. 
as a holiday to next year. That was really selfish of them to make it on the same day as Father's Day. It's gonna be very clear, you know, like or close to it. That's 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 it could it could have been next year. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, still, it's okay. Mike, you had something? No, I was gonna say, um, even though you know I'm not a dad yet, Father's mm-hmm. Day for me consisted of me uh being on the road for like several hours at a time. Um, my dad told me the Father's Day gift that he wanted was just to, you know, chill out. But my mom was out of town. So Father's Day gift to him was to go pick up my mom. And y'all already know, like, traveling on holidays, that ain't my thing. And traveling on holidays is just That's the worst. Horrible, it's tough. It's, it's the tough. Worst. I, I, wanna, like, I was I, like, I, all right, I'm going I'm to suck this up, man. And uh, I'm going to get this ride done. I mean, granted, I'm doing this for my mom. I'm doing right. it for my dad. But that ride was tough. I it believe was, it. I believe it. I want to acknowledge uh, what Jason said. Father's Day is family day, but mothers shaking my head. Uh, you know what? Exactly. Uh, you know what, Jason? Exactly. You are 100% correct. I don't know what it is. I When it was Mother's Day, I made a reservation on the Monday before the Sunday. Okay? Because I already knew what time it was going to be. All right? Uh, Father's Day? You, what you need, sir, you don't even need a reservation. Just walk in. There's tables. There's plenty of tables. Okay? <laughs> there are plenty of tables for you to sit at. Just shut up and go sit down. And here's your food. So it's just a little different of a tone. I actually believe, you know, there's just not enough praise, in my opinion, to, to fathers and Father's Day in general. Like, not just Father's Day, but just fathers. We just uh, don't be giving it up for the, like, anytime any speech you ever hear, they're like, man, my mother, though. My mother took care of me. My mother bathed me. Sir, I was there, too. Okay? Or, ma'am, I was there, too. I was taking care of you as well. So Michelle said, but did you push the baby out? No, she, she wants said, all the smoke. Can we just stop with all the pushing of the babies out? Okay. Yes, you did it. We had nothing to do with you being a woman. We had nothing to do with it. We're just here. Okay. We didn't push them out. Yes, I understand. It's a that comment argument. is not, it's, it's not one that's, that's in, is, is John, read about. That's a John comment. That's not a really oh, girl that's, that's, I'm by myself. A John comment. You know what, y'all? Y'all, y'all, y'all you hanging way too many times. There's no problem. Uh, so we're going to the new segment of Terrence, since he's not going to have my back on this. Co- the last comment: The Earth is ghetto. Terrence, take it away, the, bro. Please, John, I just want you to play the video if you got it up. Is the Earth is the Earth is ghetto? And when I saw this joint this week, it took everything in me not to laugh. He's going to play it. And if you have not seen it, you just need to watch. It's utterly amazing. Here we go. I'm scared. Lunch. It's supposed to be scary, but not this scary. Watch Dallas resident David Salmon use his arm to try to steer himself down a slide near Austin, Texas. It's even more frightening in normal speed. Two-year-old David posted. Yes, man, we seen it. Dude just went. Dude just went flying like motherfucker just flying. He dead now though. He dead. You know, I'm praying for his family and stuff like. He that. dead. He's very unfortunate. Listen, listen. Um, he's still out here having fun. They didn't close down the park, so I guess it really didn't matter. But hey, we out here chilling. So y'all want to come to White Waters? Y'all come to White Waters? <laughs> but he said, it, it ain't not <laughs> But dude just flew though. He did just fly. It, it lied. It lied. All right. I just want to shout out my goddamn girl. Baby, shout out. What you, I can't do that. I'm sorry, ma'am. Shout out. Uh, follow my Instagram. And she tells me. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all trying to have fun. You start. You put it in interview. Shout out. Terrence. Terrence. Wait. Terrence. Wait. What did I just watch? Okay. What? I can't breathe. So he said, we, look, we're chilling, though. I mean, you know, he, he, he did, man. <laughs> 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 
the level of insensitivity. Yo, I, I am screaming racism. I feel like white people go out. I'm going to find the most ignorant person to interview just to show you that listen to how black people are because oh, I promise you we are all not like that. He did now though. <laughs> I, that was probably the best part ever. <laughs> he did now though. But you know what? Come out. We out here. We out here. You know what I'm saying? You picked me. You interviewed me. So <laughs> we live. <laughs> so hold on, T. And this is a great question because I, yeah. I had the question. Did he actually really die? He did die. Oh and my so it's God. not it's not it's that's not funny. No, the earth is not for him, for her. That oh, was the God. most ghettoest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my God. I, I, I have so many mixed emotions right now. Right. Oh my God. Oh, I was God. laughing until I found out he actually died. I was hoping he did not die. Like he did not die. Because like because at first when I saw him sliding, when I first saw the video, I'm oh, laughing. Man. He's trying to catch himself. But when she said he died, I'm like, oh, he died. And then it cut to her, and she was just like, "Yeah, wow. let's have a moment, uh, yeah. team." Because I, I, I know I'm he actually you. died. I, I he did like, die. I feel uh, he I did, did die. First of all, I didn't know you could die. What did he? He went over the ramp and and and, to, and over the side or something. I I guess so. I'm like, but like that's but they don't test that stuff. I need to like. I don't want to get on any more water rides, water slides, and I've yeah. seen worse, I've if seen water slides it. that's like that. I don't want to get on them. I'm done. Yeah. If you if you think about it from a physics standpoint, it's like. You should have a, I guess, a weight requirement in a way because it's the, it's the height and the weight that's gonna, you know, push you down that fast. I mean, uh, depending on like the speed and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're weighted a certain way and going down at a certain speed, like it, he's bound to like go over top just like you I did. heard. You, I heard the shade, Mike. So what you're saying pretty much is I can't get my big tail, and oh, it's not like that. Lord. If Let you're weighted a certain way, I they got, got you, weight. Mike. They got weight capacities for a reason, but. Like Michelle said, they didn't close the park down. They didn't, didn't close, shut the ride. They didn't close even the ride down. All of like, that is ghetto. That's what I'm saying. Like, All that of that is the most ghetto. terrifying thing. I just can't believe they said. I can't believe that went down like that. Honestly, see, that's how be I be sliding down too. No more for me. That's crazy. Facts. You this. Facts. We got in a water slide in Jamaica, and as like everybody else was like, including my big tail slide. Tanisha was just that that would have been her. I'm so glad I did not convince her to get on the war side like that because that'd have been it. That was bad. Facts. She's telling the truth. That's hard to watch. Uh well, that was a terrible edition of uh The Earth is Ghetto because the guy died. But yeah. as you can see as well, uh the young lady, uh, we gotta do better, black people. We just can't be out <laughs> here like you know, we out here. Shower. Yeah, she I mean, she's literally out there. Can I shout my girlfriend out? Can I can I shout my her Instagram? Instagram? Out? Insta- what are we Somebody doing? Somebody died. Okay, you this should be like, wow, man. I just this is why happened. we are failing our kids. What? Where's the home training? What yeah. are we doing? And like Miles said, like they just was like, yo, he dead. Okay, yo, you next? Come, <laughs> uh, all right, come on, come on, go ahead. Don't and look, don't use your arm. Don't use, <laughs> just, just don't just, use your arm as a guide. Just, because just that, go with it. Just Jesus. go with it. It's so hard to laugh at this, but I'm <laughs> I'm not. Marquita, laughing. stop laughing. It's not. <laughs> Funny, Marquita, I'm moving on. You guys, Marquita, are... I'm laughing. No, no, Not that he died. no, <laughs> no. Man, I'm Char- done with you guys. No, Char- you said who's Char- next? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'm, yeah, I'm he, Mike, he Mike, Mike, we together, bro, on this one. We have, I'm Terrence. No, Terrence. Anyway, thank you. First of all, I want to say, man, people been hitting us up this week about our last podcast and how funny it was and all that stuff. I appreciate you guys listening and following us. Uh, one person hit me up this week, and it was a funny little story where she said she listened to our, her the podcast in the car with her daughter, and she, her daughter was like, "Hey, you know, turn on that podcast that you that you listen to with your friends on it." And she was like, oh, okay, you know, no, no. but she couldn't do it at the time. But she's like, oh, yeah, okay, uh, maybe maybe we'll do it later or whatever. And her daughter said, well, yeah, I, I never, you know, mom, I've never uh, known as many black men that love to color or men that love to color so much. <laughs> she's six, by the way. She couldn't understand why we love. She said, you know, I never met men that love the color so much. I was like, yeah. and I told you, I told the person, I said, and you're right. We love to color, Absolutely baby girl. love color. Coloring I, is the very best thing. I love coloring inside the lines, if, outside the lines, using different crayons, pencils, Just anything. being honest, Paint. if if, if, <laughs> if I knew coloring was about to happen right now, I'm shutting this camera down. Whole station getting shut down just to color. Yeah, yeah, and I, so. The kids are learning at an early age uh, about coloring, amen, from, from this particular podcast. They're learning that coloring is important. And it's important that they learn it at a very early age. Coloring. That coloring is important. Jason we, said coloring saves lives. You know what, guys? We got to get shirts because we got coloring saves lives. We got no bonnet, no bonnets. We got pound town. Okay, we got a bunch of stuff I'm that taking, we got to we gotta, right we gotta make some merch off of this stuff. It's just, it's just great conversation because I think coloring is important. All right, I agree. It lives. makes lives. It doesn't just save lives. It makes, it makes lives. lives. It makes lives. It That's makes it. lives. So listen, I uh, I was on uh, I was talking to my sister earlier this morning. I want to share this because it was just too funny to pass up. And I'm using my iPad. Uh, this is not, I don't I don't get any sponsorship by them, but I just think it's a better pad than whatever Terrence was using. Um, but anyway, this Damn. is what they say. Oh, this is on, this is on Jasmine Sullivan's uh page. If you guys follow her on Instagram page, she had something called Hold Something. And the question of the day was, uh, so what's the craziest thing you've ever done for someone with great sex? Someone for, I did for, see for, this. For someone with great sex. And then it says, yo, some of the responses were hilarious. Pretending in front of his wife that we were homies when we were hooking up in their bed. I paid for his tux and her makeup for the wedding. I wasn't even invited either. I had sex, uh, had sex with my friend's best friend while he was in the other room. Uh, paid their portion of our rent. And they went on vacation. I took money out my 401k for his rent. Cooked for him and his new boyfriend. I babysit their newborn. I let his homie hit it too. And I do it again. Slept in his car while he slept inside with his girlfriend. Gave him my kidney when he was on dialysis <laughs> and the donor list. Uh, catered his uh, fiance's birthday party and pretended like he didn't pay me in money and sex. I paid his child support for him. That D was too amazing. Uh, let him F me in a park at a 3 a.m. Faded AF security guard called us. And I had sex in or color, excuse me, I colored in the church because we couldn't wait to get home. I had someone I know steal his dog and then I helped him look for it just so I could be with him. I smashed, wow. him, smashed him in the bed with my, listen, this is a good one. Smashed him in the bed with my mom on the other side of its sleep. Okay. Uh, this is the last one I'm gonna do. One was uh put on uh oh oh they put perfume on that reminded him of the other girl he was smashing. Okay, we 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 got we got to we got to talk about this for two, two slow seconds. clap for the person who stole the dog though like that. 
That's great. Like, like talk about wow. strategy. I mean, wow. and planning. If I steal their dog, then they got to look for him. So when he goes out to pee, I'll just capture him and drive off. I mean, wow. I don't like what. What That's are we doing? Diabolical. Like, what are we, she's what are we a doing? Super villain. She is a super villain. Like, wow. Somebody said, uh, "Who said this?" Michelle said that was nasty and that sex was trash. If y'all mama ain't wake up, <laughs> let me tell you something. Right. <laughs> you, if you, I'm sorry. Let's talk. Hey, let's rest here for two seconds. If you can smash somebody with your mom laying in the bed. You have a problem, and yeah, you, need a problem. <laughs> you need severe help. You need severe help. You out me. here getting strokes in while mom is sleep in the bed? That's just, you're a new level of filthy. You're a new <laughs> level of filthy. <laughs> There's yeah, a yeah, separate yeah. portion of hell that is waiting for you. you know, like, like you have a, you, you have you a flash pass. You are And I don't have want, a flash pass. Let me tell help. you something. I'm wearing gloves whenever I dap you up, brother, because you are a disgusting person. <laughs> If you you don't wash your hands, you don't wash your body. There's no way you could be smashing somebody yeah. and their mom is that Mike, person. Mike and got COVID. That's a Mike whole, definitely. That's a whole other level of COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, think, right? You're filthy. <laughs> like that's Man. disgusting. This no, 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 no. Jason, this is not coloring outside. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this is uh, Miles. Uh, this is all coloring outside the lines. This is not coloring. We're now. Just pissing on the daggone paper, okay? When you, when you, we're coloring with pen now because this is just disgusting. You're filthy, okay? You're filthy people. So I wanted to, I, I, maybe this should have went instead of the Earth is Ghetto that we did do. <laughs> maybe this should have yeah. went in a segment of the Earth is Ghetto, but I just had to share with you guys that uh, the Earth is truly ghetto. And maybe some of it's, some it's not, it some of it's not ghetto though. Some of it's not ghetto. Uh, there are a few you read that were like. There were a few you read that were okay. No T, they were not. That one, the last, <laughs> there were a few I'm like, okay, eh, I, okay. It just lets me know where your morals stand and I might have to let hey, you get judge, off this hub, judge, you know. judge away. Yeah, you might have to leave this you know, podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I'm disgusted by 99 Still the dog to get some is not ghetto. That's actually, that, that she's, she's going some, she's going some places. What about body parts, T? You good with that? Because they gave a kidney away. <laughs> Somebody gave their kidney. She saved a life. Okay, all right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done, guys. I'm He's done. a hero. We're not you doing this. You had a this. villain and a hero in the same segment. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Those sheets are definitely dirty, uh, disgusting. This is disgusting. Yeah, I see you guys' comments. Yes, thank you. This is Terrence is disgusting. That's what I'm learning as well. Uh, it's been 12 years since Michael Jackson passed, man. Uh, do you? St- I have a question. Do you think he will remain as the most iconic artist of all time? No. Woo. No, he won't. I can tell you right now, people done cursed your name, Terrence. No, I, I, I didn't say I didn't. I'm not saying that I think he's the most icon, iconic. I just music is one of those things that it's about the time period, and so so not only are the Apple fans outside of your house right now, the Michael Jackson fans are outside. That's of fine. I know I am a Michael Jackson fan. I'm just saying, one, even when I had these discussions about like who's the best rapper alive, whatever, I'm realizing that the 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 vast majority of people don't feel how I feel. And so it's just because they're not listening to it right now. So it's one of those things where... Oh, so you're speaking for them, not for I'm yourself. I'm speaking for them, not me. It's just one thing. where... people are lining up ready to burn not, your but house they're also, But they're also old like me. I said what I said. They're older like me. And like mm. I said what I, I said what I said. And so what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying is, like, I think he's... The, I, I, I think there will never be another artist like Michael Jackson. I think that. I think that. But you're talking about a pulse of, like, of people who... His music is not it's not played on the radio like it is. You, we have to search for it. It's one of the people where we're like, yo, 
you got to pop this in. Like, listen, 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 listen to this. This was great. This was great. You make sense. If we don't keep bringing them. Yeah. Zach, thank you, Marquita. The kids don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Literally, kids do not. Kids know him from if parents talk about him, but he's not one of their. He's not. They, oh, they, I, you make sense. We're going to have a Ma- we're going to have a Michael Jackson day at our house. I don't know what you guys are doing yeah. in your house, but we're going to have a Michael Jackson day at our house. Come well, on. They, they only know Michael Jackson's song based off of a remake that somebody has done. Like, that's that. Yeah, that's true. Point. That's fact. That's <laughs> fact. Or if you make them watch the Wiz, like who's that? That was that was that was the that was the eyeball moment is when we showed the Wiz in my school, and, and a lot of the kids were like they don't know who that was. They had no clue who he was. Mm. Mm. I was like Jesus. That, that's why that question. I'm like I get it. Like you know, like I don't think he would always be. He made Thriller. Thriller. I'm with Listen. you, Jason. Like y'all out here just talking <laughs> reckless. I'm Michael Jackson Day today. All right, it's the 26th. We're gonna be listening to Michael Jackson all day uh, today. All day. You know, we gotta be. It's our fault. Like um, Javita said, it's our fault. We gotta talk. You know, make sure our kids know good music. That's it's right. Unfo- and it's unfortunate because music now is so bad. Trash. It's like you don't even know what. Good- and I feel like we are becoming our parents because we're like, you don't even know good music. You we had a whole we- podcast, and I remember we had a whole <laughs> podcast about that. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I, it, it was so fun. Like real, real story. So I, 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 my mind played a lot of old music driving. We take road trips and a lot of old music, and I know these songs by heart. I don't know who who sung them, but I know them by heart. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom was a huge Luther Vandross fan. I mean, mm-hmm. huge. Luther could do no wrong. Fat Luther, like Juicy Carroll Luther, not the skinny yeah, one. Yeah. He could do no wrong. And so, but I remember um, some movie came out like last, like early this year. Um, one night in Miami, whatever it is, last night in Miami, and if and Sam Cooke was one of the main characters. And I I have to say, don't punch me in my face, you all. I had not heard that much about Sam Cooke, but I went back through his catalog and was like, yo, his music is complete fire, complete fire. And I'm just like, why have not, why is Sam Cooke like, not like a, a big, big, big deal? Cause his music was really, really good. Well, he died a year later. One real one after making that, after that night in Miami, he didn't live that long. He died very young. Yeah. Um, and he died tragically too. So it's just like, we have to, we got to keep doing it. Like, you know, we got to keep, I hate Jason. Terrence, are you okay? Yeah, I saw that. Up. He's <laughs> I right. Can't, I can't hate him. I'm just not letting him talk, Jason. I'm just not even going to say nothing. <laughs> and look, Marquita said, my kids yeah. asked, um, asked me what's wrong with the TV when we uh, tried to watch The Wiz. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm with Marquita. <laughs> like they over there smacking the side of the like, Yo, TV. Why is like, this static? What's going what's on with wrong? this thing? I mean, Maybe we have a flat screen. Yeah. I don't know. So listen, you got, I don't know if you guys heard this story, but the transgen- transgender runner, CC Tef- Teffler, a tougher is ruled <laughs> ineligible to compete in the U.S. Olympic trials. It says uh, she's a transgender runner will not be allowed to compete in the U.S. Olympic trials after not meeting hormone eligibility qualifications for some women's events. CC Teffer will not compete in the women's 400 meter hurdles at the U.S. Olympic trials due to guidelines released by World Athletics, which sets requirements to be eligible for the uh, Olympic Games. So we have our first or of many probably scenarios in which uh, the transgender community is trying to, you know, join in with uh, the Olympic Olympics and try to uh, be eligible uh, within the women's category. Any thoughts there? No, I'm 100% agreeing with this band. I'm sorry. And I, and and it's funny with me saying that because I'm like a huge person about equality. I don't think that that's equal. I don't think that's a fair competition. I think if you were born, I you can say what you want. If you were born a man, I think you should you give them their own. If you want to give them their own like field, like transgender field, 
where everybody in there is transgender and you go compete, go have at it. But you should not be competing with women if you're a man. Um, just like if you're a, a, a woman, born a woman, you shouldn't be competing with men. Like, I just think that that's, so, I think it's the competition. It's, it's, that's not fair. So just to give, I'm, I'm going to start on one side of the uh, perspective to the other, right? So I am 5'5", five, five, you know, uh, about 160 pounds. And there are women that are out there that is bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, you would think that because the uh, the difference there, as, as that being an example, you know, it should be okay for transgender women um, to be, or men or whatever, to be able to, you know, uh, 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 be within the same sport as like heterosexual or like people that were born that way. Right. But at the same time, I'm glad they put the hormonal, uh, the hormonal guidelines, guidelines in there Yeah, because, you know, your, your muscle mass and everything is different. Like men are just built different than women. So when you start changing your hormones and then you got a man that's trying to compete in a woman's aspect, like a, a woman's sport, then you're automatically going to have the upper hand. Like it's, it's always going to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. I I was uh it reminded this particular scenario reminded me of when Dave Chappelle was talking about uh you know I'm with y'all women y'all on both but y'all on both sides of the argument and he was saying in one of his uh standups he was like you know y'all if y'all say y'all want equality or if y'all say y'all want to basically infiltrate and do what the was happening in the Olympics where transgender are like going to be competing or whatever or even that females want to be equal and say hey I want to be able to play in the men's league of mm-hmm. basketball he said well you know then LeBron should be able to pay, play in the women's league and get 5,000 points a game against y'all. You know what I mean? Because it's just like the reality is, is that when you have this sense of, oh, I'm a woman, uh, women should compete against women because that's fair, and men should compete against men. And I guess with the, the transgender community, it, it makes it even more dicey because they're trying to, you know, I'm a man and I'm going to compete in a woman's, a woman's category. And, and it's interesting because I didn't know they even had hormone uh, stipulations. Uh, it's it's like what are but we it, doing here? It, you know, it makes it makes sense for them to have that though, because I'm yeah, I'm, of course, I'm thinking about it now from like a sense of like steroids, right? So when when mm-hmm. you use steroids and everything, it it boosts those uh those levels and it boosts your your muscle mass and things like that, and capable of doing things that you wouldn't be able to do without it. So yeah. it, it makes sense. They probably started it ahead of time, but as people like started, um, you know, the transgender community started to be more uh predominant and like you know, in sports and things like that, they probably had to like come up with something to be like, Hey, let's, let's make this a fair game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michelle had a good question of how, how will they be included? I I'm guessing they'll have to create a new category. That's what it's, I'm saying. Yeah. There had to be a new category in which they compete against each other to make it fair. It seems and like. I, as I said, there's a women's league. There's a men's league. Like my, the, the only way my mind can grasp around is there's a women's league. There's a, there's a male league and there's a transgender league. Yeah. But, and, and then, and, and that, I think that that's the, that's the, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I, my mind was kind of like 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 reserved because of the, the the field of my profession, my career. But this is the one thing that I'm like, I don't like. And we we are bound by certain rules and regulations, even in within my schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we have to have they have to compete. But I said, but it but it also it depends. Yeah, that's fact. I'm still not being Tunisian in basketball. Um, that's a complete <laughs> facts. Um, wait, the, oh, the, oh, oh, don't don't make a. You can't beat Tanisha at basketball. Tanisha played. Tanisha can beat you in basketball. Tanisha played. T- you, you, I said what I said. Tanisha played. Don't Tanisha played. <laughs> Tanisha played. Tanisha played AAU. Oh, she was boy. like, you know, like Midwest basketball. Midwest T, is different. T, 
T. It's you done. No, no, no. It's done. I got a basketball court at my dad's okay. house. Tanisha, we're gonna we're gonna video we're gonna video this. I'm talking to I'm talking to right now. I know where you're going, Tanisha. Don't let me down because I didn't hype you up. All right, now I'm gonna beat the brakes off of Tanisha. I'm telling you that right now. I'm hooping like a mug. Go ahead. Now you can make your point. I didn't know. I'm just saying, like, just so we we have to we gotta um. We gotta we gotta pump the brakes a little bit because it creates an unfair advantage, in my yeah. opinion. Um, and it's like when they're when they're trying to like they like there's a wrestling in Texas. See, it, it, it's a state rule. The te- Texas he got banned. A wrestler got banned. Uh-huh. Like um, in Texas, the same way. It's a transgender. Uh, uh, he she switched like her gender and she got banned. So she's not. Uh, she got the highest. He got the high, he or she, whatever you want to call it, got yeah. the highest. Beat every wrestler. And then eventually got banned. And I'm like, that I makes sense. Like you, you, you can't compete. You should not be wrestling women. You were born a man. So why are you wrestling women? Like it just doesn't like, bruh, of course you won. <laughs> like, bruh, yeah. what are you doing? So it's just like I feel like yeah, we gotta I'm be fair. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Now, so, now, and just the ahead, same Mike. as they got um they have a uh, a league for the disabled or handicapped. Right? Mm, so I mean, point. if they can have something like that for them, right? Then they can obviously have uh, a different category for transgender. Dang, That's a good John. Point. Tanisha said, "Set up a time." She's yeah, I'm not scared. I saw it. I saw it, and I actually I'm the one that highlighted and said, "Okay, what's up? What's up?" I don't and look. I don't care if your wife beat me. She beat me. What do you do if? You, that's the next question. If your if your if your brother fouls your girl on the court, <laughs> like, like what do you? <laughs> oh, like, how can I, I was just saying, I, I'm, 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 I'm playing defense. Okay, I'm playing deep. Your, okay. your wife. I, so so you got to be comfortable with that. I'm using it. And you you check her real quick. She hit the ground. She got cuts. So now we sound on the way home. So you just gonna let him do that? <laughs> you wasn't gonna say that. You wasn't gonna say that to him. You just gonna let him do that like that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's too I'm, funny. I'm just saying, when Tanisha get them ankles, and yeah. your ankles is on the other side of the driveway somewhere. We're talking. Let's do it. Look, I'm not even worried right. about it. Let's just do it. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with either winning or losing. Okay, that's the only two categories I have. So I'm good with it. You know. <laughs> Look, last thing on trending topics. Derek Chauvin uh, was sentenced to 22 years for the murder of George Floyd. Would he have gotten the same sentence if there wasn't so much attention on his case? You think it? By, you think would it be I don't know. Longer, what do you longer think? or shorter? What do you think? That's that. You know, oh, these are these are way. questions that are asked. I frame them. You answer them. That's all. That's all I'm trying to do. T. Okay. So don't try to interpret my questions. Just ask. Answer. The- <laughs> 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 I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I what, mean, was that the think? maximum? I don't I, think I, it, was, it, it, it wasn't the maximum because the life life is the maximum. I thought. Yeah. Uh, well, it it depends on what it is, right? Like what the um what the actual issue is. <clears> or, he got second degree murder. Yeah. Yeah. He got second degree. It wasn't first degree. It was second degree. And there were three. I thought there were three counts or something like that. But either way, he got twenty two years after. And I, I saw somebody posted. Uh, basically, their their child had like weed or something like back in the day, and mm. they got close to twenty years mm-hmm. for, for for that for that offense or or twenty years, and they're serving an eleventh year in their sentence. But then I also was thinking, I was like, when they, when I saw that post, I was like, well, did you have a good attorney though? Because if it was just that small amount of weed or whatever, you shouldn't be doing twenty years over that. If you're like, black, you well, would. That, I'm that saying you shouldn't be. On- that also depends on what time that, like, when that happened. When that happened, right? yeah. 
and what laws were in place then because I, I think certain laws have been put in place now to not uh, uh you know so you won't get that much time in reference to like misdemeanor stuff related to weed you know yeah but my question is too like i don't know like like do y'all think 22 years is good or I mean, no for the, for, i mean it, I, I went to this again he got i'm always about the law he got second degree murder life is 25 years most cases, life is a twenty-five year sentence. So he got twenty-two something years. I, I don't. I haven't looked into much about. I did, I mean, I didn't. I just brushed past it because. It, um, did, did he get with parole? No parole? Because I think that that would change my question. Did he get twenty-two years without the without the possibility of parole, or did he get it with parole? Because that changed. If he got twenty-two years without the possibility of parole, which means he got to serve all twenty-two, I'm okay with that. It's second degree. He got charged second degree murder. Yeah, which I think, which I think is fair. It wasn't first degree murder. They were never going to get first degree murder. First degree murder means he he, he set out that day to kill somebody. He didn't do that, but he should have gotten all the smoke for that second degree murder. Which I'm glad he got convicted guilty. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. he did. Yeah, Alicia said I low key don't even think this would have went to trial without the public attention. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. wow, one hundred percent. I mean, it's a it's a wild topic because I mean a man. I mean, yes, it was wrong what he did. I agree, one hundred percent wrong that he kneeled on someone's neck eight, nine minutes, you know what I'm saying? Um, 22 years, it still feels, it feels, it feels like it could, I feel both sides of it. Like it could, it could have not been enough or it was too much. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just like one of those things, like a man's life was taken. Mm-hmm. So what is ever you got a justifiable, yeah, a justifiable, I guess, outcome that he should get for something like that where you take somebody else's life. I mean, so they showed some video. I didn't even get a chance to watch. I didn't want to watch it, honestly, of, of uh, George Floyd's daughter kind of talking to the judge or whatever ahead of the sentencing and all that stuff. And, you know, you, you, his daughter would never have a, you know, the dad would never be there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, so it's just it's just a hard reality. And me, me having a daughter, having daughters and seeing that happen to a man all over, you know, something so simple, a fraudulent dollar bill, if you will. Like, it just, it hits different, right? Because, I mean, we talk about this and we're going to move on, but, like, legit, we could get pulled, we get pulled over, it can go left at any moment just because of our the color of our skin. And it's truly heartbreaking that I, my daughter, we got pulled over one time, I don't know if I told y'all, but we got pulled over one time and it was over something like nothing. It was really nothing. Like, I mean, and the police officer was nice. But let's not act like every time we see those lights, our hearts don't beat harder and faster because we're like, yo, will this go left? Will this go left? And when I pulled over, it was getting dark. It was like around that winter time. And my lights, the lights weren't on in my car because I got my car service. And don't you hate when they get your car service? They always turn your lights off because they don't want your lights battery to to die. That's what they did. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I'm driving and the police pulled me over because my lights weren't on. I didn't know they weren't on. And my daughter was like. You know, daddy got you know, daddy got pulled over when I got home. But when I tell you from that day forward, she was always been scared of the police, and it was nothing even happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing even transpired. So you yeah. just kind of wonder, like, what's her world look like? Where she's just like, oh, daddy, are we gonna get pulled over by the police again? Are we gonna get pulled over? You know what I mean? She keeps asking me every day, almost like, and so she recognizes that that, at, and she's three. Yeah, man. So That's just terrible. wanted to highlight that. But you have anything, Michael? Mind of like the the type of world that we live in. Yeah. Um, In reference to, you know, where we stand with um, the laws and segregation, not segregation, but like racism, uh, systemic racism and things like that. And uh, we just got a long way to go. I mean, Jason just said it. You just highlighted it. Right. Like it's a start. Yeah. You know, uh, in reference to, you know, the time that he got. But 
uh, we still got a long way to go as far as like correcting those things that are still happening behind the scenes. And look, Tom, and that's the last thing on this, like Tom would tell, right? I mean, because yeah. this will not, unfortunately, the way this world has worked and working is that it's going to, something like this will happen again and we'll have to determine then, all right, well, now, now the good thing is, is that we have a precedent, like you always talk about, T. Yeah. You know, so now because of that precedent is like, all right, this guy got 22 years. You can't now, you can't now make it seem like it didn't happen. Like it happened. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to respond with, you know, injustice. So I just wanted to highlight that. Uh, but we got to move on. Last thing we're going to talk about real briefly, man. Uh, do women take ownership? And the reason I wanted to talk about this, is because this this podcast was formed by men taking ownership. If you don't know the the I don't know the history of this podcast, the reason why we even formed, the reason why we are here is because we uh, I, I, don't even, I don't want to take credit. I say Terrence was like, man, we are not uh, meeting up enough, talking enough and having conversations enough about marriage and dating and this and that. And at the time, you know, we were married. So we were like, yo, we need to come together and have conversations. So we started having conversations. We would go out to dinner, go out to lunch, go out to breakfast, all the foods. Okay. We ate every dinner. Okay. Everything. And then we would go and unpack our marriages publicly to each other. You know, we would say, hey, this is what's going on in my household and Mike and T and all. And actually people that are not on here, you know, Tony, whatever. We would all do that together. Um, we're, uh, so, so my point in bringing that to the forefront is, in my opinion, we are taking ownership by saying we need we need help, right? As a husband, as a father, we need help. The reason I want to ask, do women do that, is because I really want to know, women, are y'all getting together? Do you talk? Do y'all have conversations with your sisters, your friends, or whatever, and then kind of work on and form a, a relationship with those people that help you make your marriage better? Or that help you make your dating situation better or allow you to be uh, introspective about yourself and like, man, what do I need to work on within myself? And then the, I guess the last part of what I'm trying to say is that going forward would be like, OK, so then when things are presented to you in a, in a fight situation, we're going back and forth, husband to wife situation, then um, you will, are you likely or will you likely take ownership in that conversation to say, man, you know what? I do do that. I actually do do that. And I take ownership of that and I'll work on what I actually do or incorrectly in our marriage or relationship. So question to y'all women. I see y'all answering, but like, do y'all, what do y'all think uh, gentlemen about this conversation? So, so realistically, I'm, I'm only speaking from the opinion of the different circle groups that I, that I travel in. Right. It's not just uh, the Christian community um, or, you know, I, I, I got different circle groups that I travel in, right. Whether it's Christian church whether it's um, people at work, whether it's, you know, people in uh, extracurriculars, you know, all different types of circles that I run in. It's it's rare for people to have those circle groups um, that uh, or for women to have those circle groups that they can go to and talk to and be vulnerable with one another and being able to, uh, you know, bounce ideas off of or being able to hold each other accountable is rare. Granted, I see a few people within the uh, the comments now that are saying, yes, absolutely. We you know, you you have those different talks and you hold each other accountable. Cool. But it is a rare thing. Like even with even with men, like it's 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 a rare thing. And and even when they do have these different groups, whether it's men or women, I know we talk about specifically with women. But when we talk about men and women, when you have people in those circle groups that kind of hold each other accountable, who do you actually have in those groups that have, I guess, um, I guess, checking a track record type thing or um, that that holds weight in reference to like being able to give sound advice. If both of y'all are giving advice to saying, um, for instance, 
you know, hey, um, I'm I'm cheating on my husband, talking from a women's people group, for example, right? So say if, you know, yeah, I'm cheating on my husband, or I want to cheat on my husband based off of X, Y, and Z, and you got people that are saying, nah, you should go ahead and cheat. Like, that's you. Do you. Do you. You know what I'm saying? Is that really sound advice? You know what I'm saying? So you got to you gotta take those things into consideration, too, when you have those groups of folks that are, uh, that you're, that are keeping you accountable. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and so I'm. I just want to chime in because I can't speak for women because I'm like clearly I'm not a woman. Don't let the bonnet fool you. Um, that uh, it's it was weird because I remember having this conversation with us just like at that table, and I'm I'm expressing things I'm frustrated with, and they were able to like Mike and John and Tony were able to like flip it and say, okay, what are what are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? Like, like you know, where can you? So it was. It was one of those things where, because I've always been a re- receptive to feedback, and it was good hearing that feedback, and it caused me to make uh to make a a a better change. Now it's up to Tadisha whether that change was good, but it caused me to go about it differently. And sometimes I'm just going to be honest; I don't feel like that always exists, at least and uh, at least publicly for everybody to see. Because what what we generally what I generally see is just a bunch of people look for validation instead of improvement. They want you to validate like their poor choices. They want you to validate their like their like bad decisions. Oh yeah, like just perfect example. Yeah, he no girl, girl. He's no good. Leave him, leave him, leave him. Meanwhile, like Mike is saying, you're asking advice about successful relationships from somebody who's who hasn't had one in 10, 20 years. Okay. So why are you seeking out this person for value? So it's just it's more so seeking out the right, surrounding yourself with great counsel. And I feel like taking ownership but part of that ownership is surrounding yourself with good counsel i don't seek i have a lot of friends and some of them aren't married i don't seek them out for conversations about improving my marriage because they're they don't they haven't experienced it and so i seek them out like you know and so it's just it's very important that as men and men and women we talk a lot conversation about how to you know improve and how do women find more men and how can we get more people to, to date and how to etc a lot of it is who's around your circle like who's plugging you that information you know and, and it is i think it even starts in dating it's like even before marriage but taking ownership of just like you know make like did i really approach this situation the right way and if you didn't it's that's okay you don't need someone to confirm and you don't need a yaysayer you don't got to post everything and, and get a whole bunch of likes and that's, I feel like that's what we are, we are about right now. We're about posting things and getting likes. And that's not ownership. You know, like like my ownership didn't come from me posting something on Facebook about what was going on with my household and then having people comment. No, my ownership came from sitting around a group of group of guys who might have been experiencing the same thing and let's work on this, let's, let's be better. As it. That's where it came from, you know. And I feel like we don't, we don't do that as a society. We just don't do it. Yeah, I think I agree with you, T. Um, and, and the word I think we're kind of getting to the root of is vulnerability, yeah. being vulnerable. Um, and, and and there's this, for for one for men, that's tough. You're, we're told all our lives to be tough, to be to be strong, to be you know this great man, this big man, or whatever in the house. And then when you get married uh, and start having those interpersonal in close proximity conversations, and that get tough and rough. You, you're, you're told to be vulnerable to other men. Like, and that's like, wait, we were already told not ever be vulnerable. Don't ever cry. Don't ever this. Don't ever that. And now we're in a space where it's like, our marriage isn't working right. It, for one, it's not like they told me it was going to be. 
Mm-hmm. It's not as sexy as Instagram has made it out to be. Mm-hmm. It's not as sexy as TV has made it out to be. And now I'm looking at my wife and I can't tell nobody because I don't want my marriage to look like trash. I don't want nobody to see what it really is. So when I'm around everybody, they ask you, hey, how, how, how's everything going? Everything's great. Meanwhile, behind you, your whole house is on fire. But we, we, we'll be like, that's culture today. Culture is like, everything's great. Everything's fine. I'm smiling. I'm happy. Da, 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 da. But the truth or the root of it is, no, things are going crazy in my house. But the church culture and culture has made it seem like I can't be. I, it's never okay to not be okay. It is never okay to not be okay. You always have to see the Instagram fly, Facebook fly, this fly, that fly, whatever. And so that's why I wanted to shed, shed some light on it because even in my own marriage, I mean, and I, 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 we have made a promise to each other as, as you know, community that we're going to be willing to see real. And on my own marriage, I have to ask questions to my wife like, yo, do you have a team of people around you that have good marriages that give you wise counsel? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, 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 and it's a good question because when we started having, when we start, you and I and, and Mike started having these conversations as a group, it was, there was a lot of cutting away that had to happen with, within my own personality, mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. I thought were crucial to who mm-hmm. John was identity wise. Mm-hmm. I had to cut it away because my brothers told me so. Mm-hmm. Who tells you that, women? Who does that for y'all? In a, in a culture, and the last thing I'm going to say, Mike, you can go out. The last thing I want to say is in a culture where women are constantly catty, women are constantly, I ain't talk, telling her, I ain't talking to her. You know, I, I just, it's just the culture of what you are as, as people in most cases. And it's not shadeful. This is not shadeful. This is really me trying to be honest. Is that we, we do a lot of back talking and talk bad about each other women-wise. Men don't usually do that. Broad strokes only, right? We don't usually do that. We're usually like, we may not like them, but we ain't going to talk about it for a long time. That's But women will. So I'm like, well, if you talk about it, talk about not liking them. How do you go? Who do you go to for wise counsel when you need help? Yeah. And I, I just wanted to um, to add to that. There are uh, I know there are women out there that go through similar situations, you know, as far as like having to put on this face not just from a the culture of the uh the church not just the culture of like just women in general um as a as a social group but like overall they got to put on this face just like we do as men uh to to show people that everything is fine and that that the idea of vulnerability allowing somebody in um could be potential for them to be able to use that against them uh, and, to harm them and harm their their life and their lifestyle and and harm the things that they love. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like Mike and I, I, that, yeah. so what you said is just so it brought up to, to me like and, and I feel like as people, we are afraid to be wrong about something. Yes, and that's so fu- like that's so frustrating and, and to the yes. point where it's okay to be, to be wrong. wrong. Yes, it's see. okay that you messed up in this area. It's okay that you do not have this like down packed. Let's figure it out and let's just like keep it moving. But but T, feel- can, but T can I add to that what you just said real quick? Mm-hmm. That cult that culture has made us that way. Like think about everything and think about everything school wise. You did wrong, you were reprimanded. You got yeah. the wrong bad grade, you were reprimanded. Mm-hmm. You didn't do something right in school, you were reprimanded. So we're we're, we're taught psychologically, don't do wrong. So when we get older, there's no one to correct. So we're always like. 
everything I do is right now because nobody tells me it's wrong and I don't listen. I don't have no counsel. So everything I must do, everything I do is golden now. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because culture has taught us. That's why entrepreneurship is so hard because entrepreneurship is like, oh, I'm going to go out to fail. Well, I've been taught all my life to succeed. So how do I learn and reboot my brain to go the other direction and say, it's okay to fail and literally do everything the exact opposite way I've been trained for 30 years. This is what it's supposed to be like. You, sorry, T. No, so I, I would say like, like which is like, like I, I'm going to give an example. We're out Tuesday night and I like, I'm giving a marriage lens. Cause the, the thing about us is that we haven't, we have a desire as like men to see like our brothers be better. And we're out with, with one of our friends who is single. And he mentioned that an issue that he had, like he had, like you know, he he. Long story short, he went he went someplace and he didn't check in with somebody he was talking to. And my mind, my my married mind immediately says, "Well," and he was mad that she was upset. But my married mind was like, "No, nah, she had a right to be upset. Right. You are literally, you literally just extended your whole trip. You're not coming back home now, mind you. He's not dating this person. Like they're not in a relationship. But my mindset is that's one thing you're going to have to cut off." Like you're gonna have to cut that mentality off when you are consistently in a relationship. You can't just say I'm gonna be gone for a week and then you're gone, or I'm just gonna stay longer and then not say anything. Yeah. Like that's not that's just not okay. It just, that that communication is just yeah. Horrible. But that particular person wasn't dating. He wasn't dating. But my point was, I, as we, we were saying during that session, was is the idea is that you gotta root that out even as you're considering getting serious because you can't just turn it off and on. Otherwise, you're going to struggle on this side of in, in this side of the realm. And so, mm-hmm. one of the things we were talking about at the table is there are so many things that we we could have rooted out on the dating stage that we didn't that we yeah. now have to root out while we're married. That's my point. Yeah. But that's the pruning to realize, yo, I don't, I'm not good at this a, a aspect. And I like what Renee says, like you know, Renee said, like oh, not I think it was Kalita that sometimes being vulnerable, like she she she, she said, uh, that's true. Sometimes being vulnerable is seen as weakness. And I said, but on the flip side from men, we don't like being wrong because I don't, I don't think women understand how much we don't like we live our lives to kind of like, I want to say, please, but make sure we're, 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 we're doing things right for you. And so mm-hmm. when we don't do that right for you, we feel like we failed. So it's not it's not even as big as just like you messed up. It's like, no, I failed my wife. And it, that cycle can turn, okay, whoa, is there somebody who could do it better? Now I'm not the best person. Now I'm like, oh, am I right? It's like. It could be the littlest thing. And yeah. we all have to be like, yo, it's okay. You messed up. Let's keep it moving. Let's do it better. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the standard of a, a husband, the standard of a man. Or no, I'm sorry. I take that back. The standard of a man, specifically as a husband, uh, that is so high uh, for us to, to it, it, it gets worse as you get higher in positions. I guess that's the point that I'm trying to go. It's not just about like the husbands, but as you get higher in positions of authority or positions of like, you know, wherever you are in um, like socially, like your social circles, let's say if you were a, a in a position of leadership, like a, a pastor or like a president of an organization or something like that, as you get higher within those, uh, those different levels of leadership or whatever you're in, um, it, the lens is so fine tuned where you can't be wrong. You don't have the uh, I guess the the room to be wrong because mm-hmm. as soon as you do that wrong thing, everybody's just like, oh well. The expectation is you're supposed to have all the right answers and everything mm-hmm. like that, and and we have to be we have to retrain our minds and the culture to say like it's okay, it's human to be wrong sometimes. 
and to accept the vulnerability of being wrong. But I guess uh, what will also be cool with that is to have the mindset of I'm wrong, but help me understand the right answers. Right. I don't always have to find it myself to figure it out, but open opening yourself up to a circle of wise counsel to be like, hey, man, can, to bounce some ideas off of. And, and that's the point. Yeah. Well, my like Tanisha brought that Tanisha brought up a comment. She said that I think sometimes the people struggle with balancing keeping their marriage issues between their marriages and sharing them with with other people. And that is true. But we were talking about this earlier. That's why number one, this is supposed to be wise counsel. It is, it's it's supposed to this thing tell the whole world. Yeah. It's supposed to be like who is who who are who are those people who you can trust? There, you should be there, able to trust with the vetting that needs to happen. There's like, some vetting needs to happen. Yeah. And and my thing about this is, it's just like, iron is supposed to shopper iron. Like, it's it's supposed to be like, we were, like I, I can't grow if I'm too private. Like, I, I I can't grow. Like, who's who's going to help me grow? Who's going to make me better if if it's just, if it's, it's you got to involve, like, you whether you involve other people personally or whether you just are seeking out, like, like I don't want to call them, like, sessions or like counseling, like some people, pe people are advocate of let's do marriage counseling before and let's do marriage counseling before, before like after when, when there's issues. But we've been talking, there's, there is such firm belief in having consistent work on your marriage, consistent work, not just before and not when it's bad, but throughout there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the culture is you got to be so private. Don't, why are you telling that? They're not this and they're not that. And they're not that. And I'm just like, what are they going to do? Well, this is why so many um so many marriages are ending in divorce. I mean, we have it all around us. You guys think we don't see y'all? And I gotta say this, and I'm gonna probably hopefully make a I'm gonna make a video on promo of just this. Y'all don't think we see y'all scrubbing y'all pages of y'all husbands? Mm. <laughs> you think because you erased him from social media, you erased him from the world of us seeing that we know they existed. Same thing for wives or husbands, wives, whatever. Like we know they existed. And culture, we got to stand up. We got to stop being so silent and acting like, oh, yeah, they, we will talk about it privately, but we won't talk about it publicly. It's not okay. We get we get married to each other. Our job is to stay married to each other. And that, may, that might mean exposing some things so that our marriage stays together. It's like the very thing that's for our good, we stay, we stay away from. The very thing that's going to help us is exposing it. And exposing it, it feels like we can't do it because it makes us vulnerable. But it's the very thing that will keep us from being further exposed. Because what happens is you get, you do it, you scrub your pages, and you act like, oh, they ain't never existed before. We know. And you could have got help on this side, the other side of divorce, before you ever got to that space. Mm -hmm. If you were vulnerable, if you talked to somebody, if you had a, a group of people, a community that was around you to say, hey, this is what I did. This is how I got out of that. Because the thing that's frustrating for me, which I didn't realize until I started talking to men about it, is that we all go, going through the same stuff. Right. We're not even doing it's not Nobody it here is new. like, nothing new is happening. Everybody's like, oh, <laughs> you went through that? Me too. Oh, you went through that? Me too. And it's not until we start sharing that that freedom is exposed. That, oh, you, first of all, and I'll give you a great example. When, I, when, we, when my wife and I, we've lost a couple of kids before we had the kids we had. A couple, not one, a couple of kids. And it wasn't until we were like, man, we were ashamed. We, we felt the shame of that, losing a kid. Who else? Because you know why we felt shame? Because nobody else talks about it. Nobody says anything about it. And so we were like, we must be the only ones. We must just, something must be wrong with us. 
And then we started exposing it and saying it to other people. And they were like, I, man, one of my brothers, Matt, Matt Beecher. He, I mean, you know, then people were like, man, we lost people along the way. Like, it, we lost kids along the way. It happens. We got to stop. And, and we got to stop saying we can't tell nobody. We can't talk. That the, the freedom is in talking. So that then now when somebody loses their child along the way, they don't hide. They don't hide. They're like, oh, man, this is what happened to us, man. And can you help me? Can you help me? Or can you talk to me about it? What did you experience? How did you get through it? What are the mental things, the, the mental issues that go down with this? Because there are some mental things, for especially not more for the men as much as it is for the women. So I'm mm. like, we, yo, culture, yo, that, stop so, it. So I, it's, it's funny how, um, how that happens, man, the power of your words. And I didn't expect it to go this way, but uh, that's just the same as like uh, the, the same correlation with being able to use your words to be able to speak life into your situation, right? Even from a, a Christian perspective, uh, being able to speak the right things instead of the wrong things into, or, or being silent overall. The, the enemy wants to try to be able to like silence you overall, yeah. right? And the, the silence is doing nothing but, but digging you into a deeper hole yes. to the point where you're not going to be able to get out of it. But it's it's the point that you decide to be able to speak to your situation, the point that you decide to be able to 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 speak life, not just over yourself, but over the the, the people that are in your circle and things like that. That's when the the freedom, like you said, John, that's when the freedom comes about, man. Like just a matter of speaking one word, like in, in reference to whatever you're going through, man. And yeah, um, that's that's good. That's it's really powerful. Good. It's powerful. And that's and this is our job. This is why we exist. This is why, not jokingly, this is why Relentency Real exists. Because we want to tap on the taboo topics that no one will touch. That the church has said, this is not for us to talk about. Let's talk about it here. Because I'm like, we are, we are all believers on here. I don't want to mince no words. Yes. We are all believers. We believe in Jesus Christ, period. Okay, if you don't agree, that's your, up to you. And I, I'm so tired of us as believers being like, oh, I'm a believer. Let me huddle in my corner. No, no, no. I'm a believer. Just as you're strongly opposing be my belief systems, I strongly am for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't care what your thoughts are if they're against what I think. But my issue is we got to stop boxing it in and protecting it as if it's helping. It is like someone said, festering. It is growing. And now it's emboldened to the point that divorce seems like the best option and not the worst. Mm -hmm. It seems like the most likely option and not like, oh, this has never happened. We, most of us, when we started our marriages out, we all had this type of same type of conversation. We, we ain't never getting divorced. We ain't never. Let me tell you how many times I thought about divorce. 50,000 times, okay? 50,000 <laughs> times. You know why? Because culture makes it feel like you don't even got to be with the person you with. Yeah. You can find somebody else. And then don't let me be married walking around and you don't think people are like, hey, what's up? And you by yourself and you driving a nice car. Come on. Everything is coming against you. to make it seem like that's okay too. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Everything's okay. Everything's being made to be okay. And so all I'm trying to say in this conversation is us taking ownership looks like, and I want to I want to break it down, land, land the plane a little bit because I feel like we could talk all in the air and then never get to the, like, all right, this is what we're talking about. Us taking ownership means, uh, Terrence, my, my wife just did this, and, and this just happened. I'm so pissed right now. These are, these are, these are the texts Real that we have Real. every single day or every other day, whatever. I'm not saying our marriage is bad. I'm just saying we just talk often enough to say, hey, this is what happened. This is what transpired. I don't know what to do. And, and then the wise counsel gathers around you to say, hey, man, don't do this. Also, don't think about doing that. Also, make sure you – this is what it looks like. 
landing and, the plane. And also, like, what have you done? What you, what have you done yes. to take responsibility? Exactly. So when you're out there doing whatever you're doing, and and I, if I can use a little bit of Terrence's story, and this is my story too. Now, actually, I'll use my own story. Whereas I'm like, yo, I'm doing all this for Joe. I'm I'm doing I'm buying her this, I'm buying her that. This is early in our marriage, especially. I'm I bought her Tiffany, bought her this, bought her that. I'm thinking buying her is teaching her or showing her that I love her. And that's not the way in which she receives love. And that's exactly what happened. I, I remember being so frustrated. We were sitting around we were eating breakfast. Real good. I'm saying I'm so pit, pissed. I I didn't bought this. I didn't did this. I didn't make this move. Yeah. I'm like yo, enough. Like like, and it was like, but Terrence, that's not what is that what she wants? Exactly. Like w- when does she like? Is that like? Is that like? You like doing that, yes. But is that how she receives it? It's so not if you're that, not doing that, right? Like, it's not then, even that. T, it's like it's not that. It's not just that you like doing that. That's how you like to be loved. Yes, you enjoy getting gifts given to you. Not that, but so you think because you enjoy getting gifts given to you, she enjoys receiving gifts given from you, and yeah. that's not the, always the same. And so, and this is not taught anywhere, right? So you're trying to learn how to be a good husband. And you're thinking, I'm doing what I know I love to receive, so she got to love it too. And that is not always uh, not the case. And usually it's actually almost never the case. you thinking you're killing it, and she's like, I see all the gifts. I just want you to sit here and watch a movie with me. Yeah. I see all the gifts. I just want you to spend some time with me. Can we go to the park? Can we do? So this is the type of stuff that in marriages are crushed by the lack of conversation around these type of topics. And that's why 50% or in climbing, because right, like like Mike just said, everything's okay now in this culture. Everything's okay. You want to get divorced? You want to leave your husband? Da, 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 da. It's all okay. You want to get remarried? It's all everything's okay in this culture. I'm cool with that being for the culture, but as a believer, everything's not okay. Yeah. You can't just up and leave. And that's yeah. a, that's, a re- that's a hard pill to swallow as Christians and believers, and just like it's a hard pill to swallow for the culture if you were to be a, a, a believer. As a believer, everything is permissible but not acceptable. That's what the scripture. That's what it's period, yeah, period yeah. Mike. Period. Yeah. So, so I, we didn't know we wouldn't go there, whatever the case may be. But the bottom line is, ladies and, and gentlemen, more so gentlemen too, because this is more for the men. Because we all men. We don't. I can't speak for the ladies. Yeah. But what I've learned for is this. What I've learned is this. In short, seven years married, t- uh, Terrence, ten. Ten to be years, ten. Next ten, year, years, ten next year. Yeah. I, I think five years, Mike. Yep. Five I years. Did. And and so this is think about it. five years, seven years, ten years. Imagine the knowledge. Imagine the knowledge that's shared amongst a team of, pe- of people that have been married all different spans of time and within a ten year window. Yeah. I've dealt with this. I dealt with that. This is how I helped. This is whatever whatever the case may be. It's not until you start building your team that this even happens. And it, I'm not even like the one that's. Terrence was the one that did this. We were just all just chilling, talking. We would all party together, hang out together, go out in D.C., go out to wherever, travel together. That was just the energy, right? And it just formed. But we, but Terrence was the one that had that intentional, let's make this a little bit more, guys. Let's make this a little bit more uh, uh, than what, it, what we thought it was going to be. Not just friendship, but let's make it into a brotherhood. And the best thing Terrence ever did in my life as being my brother was opening those words. Because once he did that, there were about at least three to five times he saved my marriage. At least. Same with Mike, same with Tony. There's at least three to five times I'm like, I'm going to give up. I'm done. I'm trading it in because it's not worth it. And, and like Alicia said, 22 years of wisdom in the room. And it's only three of us here. Imagine a team of five. Imagine a team of 10. So we got to land the plane and say, this is how we do it. Let's not make this weird. Grab people that have marriages that are working together and staying together and fighting together and get together with them women. And have those conversations, men, 
and start saying, I'm not going to be what everybody else has been. I'm not going to look to how my dad was and my mom was because that's different. Culture has changed. I got to do what's best for me and keeping us, whatever that promise was that was made five, seven, ten years ago, we got to keep it as, as unionized as it is was then today. And that's what I had to say about it. What are your yeah. final thoughts? For my, my final thought is, is like, it's just, it's just, and from what I say, like, I'm not, it's just too many, there's too many yes sayers on social media. It's too many people just liking like bad decisions. And no one's asking people hard questions. No one's challenging. And if your friends are not challenging you, if your friends are not like, I did, that's, I just can't get off that point. If you make a decision and your friends agree with everything you make, that, that right there is a red flag. If you agree with everything I do, yeah, like like even even right now, I'm like I'm buying a car. Like it's not even anything major. I'm literally trying to buy a car, you know. And between my wife and between like John and between like I just have like well that don't make sense. Like go back like like it's just like yeah I know you like it, but like there's always a challenge. There's always like a like a push, and they ain't pushing me because they don't want me to be happy. They're pushing me to make sure that it's like it's the best decision. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything like wrong with that. We're not like it makes sense. We're not. I just think that like you gotta find your circle around people who are going to challenge some of your decisions, and to make sure it like you 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 gotta have that because if you do not have that, that's why I, I believe that the best to me the best church is done in small groups. Yes, that could be me, me personally. I just because I feel yeah. like what we what we really have we're not a church, but we have a small group. Yes, you know, like we we link up and we have a small group, and there's mm -hmm. this. Like and, and it's so funny. The conversation we'll try to go and have a fun time, but in some aspect, <laughs> God will always end up in our conversation. Yes, like it, it, it always ends, and we're like battling, like but we're like we're like literally fighting. <laughs> yeah, yell, waiters are coming past. Like, are y'all y'all done? No, we're not done. And move. <laughs> no, we're not I'm, done. No, that was literally move, Ruth. Like, move, Ruth. Back for a second. John right, said, Ruth, don't come Yo. over here. <laughs> Ruth, don't come over here. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry, Ruth, if you're watching, I'm so sorry. But I did tell Ruth because we were in the middle of a conversation. Real quick, we were in the middle of a conversation, and that girl came over there five times. I said, Ruth, I'm talking. And then God said to us that we got to. And, <laughs> and that's the way. Ruth, if you come back over here, Ruth, you're getting baptized. I'm about to say, I'm, I got water here. Water baptism. God bless you. Uh, Mike, you got any follow words on this one, man? This is a no, good time. This is an amazing topic. That's the equivalent of uh, like as iron sharpens iron. Yeah, so sure one man sharpen another, right? Yeah. So like that's just what I wanted to end it with. You know, we we went to the Christian aspect of it, right? I mean, we're all believers at this point. I just want to end it with something that roots back to uh, to the Word of God. So uh, what is that? Proverbs uh, twenty seven sixteen or seventeen? One of those. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's all I got. I want you guys to know, I mean, I didn't tell these guys, but we kind of talked about, we've talked about on the, off, the, off the radar about talking about the uh, homosexual community. We've talked about it. Uh, we want to bring that, that topic to the forefront in a way that is, that is uh, constructive and, and is reflective and will assist in, in getting, gaining an understanding between what the church stance is on this versus what uh, the homosexual community is stance on it is, and we want to do it in a way that's not going to be, you know, I don't want to, I don't want the viralness of it, right? I want it to be something that's helpful, uh, and so we want to eventually have that conversation, and that's hopefully in the future. Uh, but we want to make sure we have the pre-show conversation of, amongst uh, the team because it's time for us to start addressing 
some of the hard things in our culture, man. It's time, it's time, it's time. And we, trust me, we are having the conversations as brothers because you know what's funny is that our lives are being impacted by the things that, like, no matter how much yeah. you want to not talk about it, yeah. it's it's like you go and talk, like, guys, like, you go and talk about it because it's in your circle, it's in your space, it's everywhere in culture. And we, as like, God said, God said, we got to talk about it. So we're going to talk about it. Um, and so the, here's the deal. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Miles gave the scripture 20, uh, Proverbs 27, 17. There we go, Miles. That's that. See, that's that community. You know that's what so we were just talking about? That's a community where you say, I'm going to research because I wasn't about to look for nothing. I said, You're going to stumble through this scripture as best as you Jam, Jam knew that by heart. Whatever. I'm, a, I'm Jam knew that by heart. Uh, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Alicia said, Are y'all going to include folks from the community in the conversation? Uh, not initially. We are not going to not not the first conversation. I think amongst Christians, we need to talk. And then after that, we need to have some understanding. I don't I don't but we're not. I think the first conversation we need to we need to be on the same page. We can't be on. We can't bring somebody on there and we going back and forth if with each other. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, actually, that's not what it said. <laughs> it, 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 we have this topic. Alicia brought up a good point. We have this topic and it's so funny. But I think even amongst us, as we found out Tuesday, we have different perspectives, even amongst like us. Like just us, and we're all yeah. believers, and we yeah. we just have we have different perspectives, like on it, like you know, and so it's just that but was just. But we're gonna allow we're gonna allow the scriptures to read it, like, yeah, yeah. Like, allow the scriptures to be the driver in the driver's seat, and and we just kind of submit to that, and so we want to have a good conversation, and, and and not a whack one, not one where it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna just bash. No, we're not bashing. No, we actually are very we're, we're very counter. It's very interesting when we had the conversation because that's what we that we were talking about on Tuesday when Ruth came over interrupting when we had the conversation about homosexuality and all that. It was just like actually no T and then no T and then no John and then no Mike and then no we going back and forth fighting and we're all Christians and and you know what's <laughs> best you know what's best about that that's okay we gotta be okay contending the word of God understanding what's supposed to mean fighting scriptures and understanding the true meaning of scriptures so that we can be able to go out and save a lost and dying world that's our job people so like we I, don't, gotta do I don't want people to uh, have this misinterpretation of whenever somebody uh, you feel like there's someone being combative with you. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, it's it's opposition in a way of like negativity. It's more yeah. so of just passion behind passion. what you believe in, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what we uh try to do. We ran a little bit over today. I can assure you that when we do have that conversation, it probably won't be just an hour. Well, it might be just an hour because we might not do any training topic. But the bottom line is, guys, stay tuned because we are going to go where few few people will ever go we're going to go there because we're not scared we aren't scared we're going to do it because we love god and we're going to boldly proclaim his name no matter where we are no matter what space we're in thank you so much for listening to the release real podcast you guys already know what it is we love to have a good time a fun time only from 11 to 12 this time 12 22 but yeah. either way thank you guys for supporting all we need you to do is just share like Tell share, people, share, share like, share, tell share, people. share, share. You know what I mean? Share no follow pay back. You follow us back, man. Follow us back, man. Let us know that you love uh, the podcast. Uh, Juneteenth is on Father's Day next year, so thank you so much, Jason. Because we, we oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with oh, you. Oh, we need to know nah. what's going on. We, you know, you know what's funny? Don't you touch Father's Day, okay? We, we, I'm not are, cook. I'm not cooking. Like I'm Tisha, you are cooking on the grill. I'm not cooking out on Father's on, on Juneteenth. I'm, I'm not doing it. Going to end the podcast because I think I see I hear her running down the steps, but to uh, bash you in the face. Yeah. You are definitely gonna be cooking. <laughs> She's on cooking on the grill. Okay, we'll see. Who's be, we'll see. Look, hey, Mike, let's mark the day. I'm gonna mark go ahead and video day. that jump. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, she's gonna cross John yeah, up for a layup. She ain't. Let me tell you real quick. 
Tanisha, you don't want this, but we're going to do it anyway. But you don't want you to tell do my it. wife you don't want this, yeah. But did in I, the podcast, did I say in the podcast, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. My name is John, my name's Mike. And I'm apparently I'm wifeless Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. Take care. Peace. Peace.